0: Hello, welcome to the Self-Learning Podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 27, Democracy and Development and Assessment. Discourse on both democracy and development in India denotes two contradictory points about their assessment. That is, one, the democracy and development has succeeded and two, these have failed. This apply to democracy and development when these are dealt with as interdependent or independent of each other, that is, whether they are compatible or not. This unit presents an overview of the assessment of democracy and development in India as two distinct phenomena and also in relation to each other. Having discussed briefly the evolution of democracy and the models and strategies of development in India, this unit discusses the democracy in India as both procedural and substantive. Now let us discuss the point democracy. Following independence, India adopted a democratic system of governance. Institutions of democracy in India, in fact, began to grow during the colonial rule. They evolved through various acts of British India government and as a result of the demand within the India and a section in England. The provisions of democracy found their place in the Government of India Act of 1909. 1919 and 1935 following the deliberation within the constituent assembly democracy was introduced in the post-independence india in 1950s with coming into effect india's republican constitution india opted for the parliamentary form of government in order to make the national state, modernity based on the principles of universal adult franchise and periodic election in contrast to the village level government in the light of Gandhian principles. The assessment of democracy depends on the indices used to indicate or measure it. There are mainly two models of indices regarding democracy, one related to institutional minimal procedural democracy, two related to substantive or effective democracy. The former views democracy in order term of the presence of the institutions of democracy, political parties and other associations or organizations periodic elections universal adult franchise leadership etc the latter does not consider the institutional or procedural or electoral democracy as a comprehensive indicator of the democracy the electoral democracy in fact is minimalist which is also marked by a large number of factors which are inimical substantive to democracy it is really concerned with the what happens beyond elections in the social space alternatively the substantive democracy views the phenomena of democracy in the light of its dis aggregation and diffusions, redistributive justice, human capabilities and entitlements for education, health and infrastructure, social capital or associated factors, trust, value norms, civil society, human rights and dignities, governance like participation, accountability, efficacy, transparency, etc. These are contingent on development as development in turn is contingent upon democracy. The impetus of the debate on democracy in India has been on the transition, consolidation and deepening of democracy. The first two issues dominated the debate during the first two decades of democracy in the post-independence period and the deepening of democracy became an issue of focus in the recent period. The assertion of various identities or new social movements, the process of democratizations have contributed to the project of deepening democracy, but it is dependent on the principle of various communities cutting across the cleavages. The unit deals with the procedural and substantive democracy in India. Let us discuss first procedural democracy. The observers of the procedural democracy largely believe that democracy in India has been successful. The criteria for this assessment are participation and competition. These are indicated by the frequency of the election in India and competition among political parties to contest elections. The percentage of turnout and the percentage of votes polled by parties are indicators and of the participation. The advocates of this approach are beyond about the success of electoral politics in india which is taken as the general pattern of success of democracy those who see success of democracy in terms of elections participation and competition follow survey methods to measure democracy they infer the dominant trends in the election in terms of the turnout and percentage of vote or use of statistical method correlation coefficient or the regression analysis they see the multi-variable relationship of the turnout percentage and participation with the socio economic data in particular constituencies on the ground that this analysis is based on survey and takes into account the socio-economic and the political factors of a particular region. it is also called the ecological analysis however some of the scholars who follow the survey based analysis feel that survey analyses are full of errors and are not backed by the qualitative data and also do not provide data for the period between the elections. During the first 15 years following independence, scholars like Rajni Kothari, M. Ferenda, Paul R. Brass, Field and Maron and Wiener used the survey method to conduct election studies. All kinds of factors, crime, caste, religion, etc. became effective in elections. The survey method has been carried forward by several scholars and during the past two decades, the philosophies have also been used. Procedural democracy was meant to contribute to the nation building in India. The focus of study on democracy in India in the earlier decades following independence had been to examine as to how it happened in the nation building through the introduction of the universal adult franchise and periodic elections. It was known as the modernization theory. The modernization theory claimed that the developing countries underwent a process of modernization whose ultimate aim would be Stable democracy. It would be accompanied with the socio economic modernization, urbanization, spread of mass media, education, wealth, and equality. It was believed that the development of India would strengthen democracy and the division based on caste, religions, etc., would disappear. However, these hopes were belied on the following period. Selig Harrison apprehended a dangerous decade in India in the 1960s in the face of recurrent linguistic and ethnic violence. The violence which started in 1950s itself was further escalated in the 1960s and 70s. The defeat of the Congress in several states in 1967 assembly election and imposition of emergency in the country during 1975-77 to were examples of the people's discontentment of emergency. Unable to meet the challenge democratically, the political executive responded to these by authoritarianism. Personalizations of the institutions and imposition. Scholars responding to emergency as an aberration. Some scholars are critical of the modernization thesis. The predominance of the modernization approach, cast in the behavioralist structural functionalist analysis, accorded priority to the question whether india would survive as the nation state or not now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast